The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, March 12th already. No rain in sight. Well, maybe next week, but we have got an exciting show for you today. A lot of stuff going on, a lot of great fishing action taking place, and hunting opening up in some places real soon that you need to be preparing for. We'll be talking to David Martin out at Quail Point Hunt Club and all of Hill Kennels. He's got some big events taking place the next couple of months out there, events that you don't even have to shoot to go have fun. You can go out and watch some of the best sporting clay shooting going on in the western region out there. Alan Fong hooks up with us from Fisherman's Warehouse Stores with what's hot and what's not and what's going on with the great bites all over northern California. Captain Jay Lopes is on the water. We're going to check in with him in just a minute. Chasing Sturgeon in the Delta. Justin Leonard. He's up chasing stripers out in the Delta this morning and was doing some bass fishing, or excuse me, some sturgeon fishing at night earlier this week. Kent Brown's got all the info on the big Bassmasters Classic. He was back there running the show. Well, act like he was running the show anyway. And our good friend Randy Pringle hooks up with us with his Bass Fishing 201. That's right. It's time to take it to a new level. And J.D. Ritchie right now is putting us together a pre-recorded tape of world-class cutthroat travel fishing going on right now at Pyramid Lake in Nevada. Captain Steve Mitchell is going to tell you all about his big new boat and the new venture into taking out twice as many people in this big boat. We'll tell you all about that too. But let's waste no time. Let's go live on the water right now with Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing and check in on the sturgeon action this past week. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Sam. Impressive little videos and photos you've been sending me, my friend. Tell our listeners what's going on out there on the water. Oh, we I kind of called it last week what might happen this week, and sure enough, um, it it happened. Um, We were able to get out three out of the five days this week. We had to cancel because of wind a couple days, but in the course of those three days. That little breeze, that just that little breeze that was blowing? (laughs) Little breeze, little breeze. We get kind of spoiled now. If I don't have the right conditions, I ain't going to take my people out there and just take them for a boat ride. Hey, Maryland but, wouldn't uh, even go outside. It was so windy. I get it. Yeah, it was it was blowing good. But we were able to get out three days. And in the course of those three days, we landed 12 keeper-sized fish and seven that were too big to keep up to a whopping, I don't know, seven and a half, eight foot, and countless undersized uh, fish. So the spring action is in full effect down here in the Delta. And what are the water conditions like out there right now as far as uh, visibility and and such? Uh, uh, I mean, there's a little uh, – so on the outgoing tides, there is uh, – the water is dark, and that's why it, the water is clearing up uh, – or not clearing up, but warming up like it is. It's warming up fast. It's uh, 55, 56 degrees, and that's a kind of happy zone for these sturgeon. And then uh, on the incoming side, the water greens up, some water coming from the bay. But overall, it's just typical sturgeon water. It's dark and – and the fish like it, like you see the water temps back up, and they're on the bite kind of all over the system, too, not in just one spot. So well, that was my nice. next, Everyone spread out. My next question, deeper, shallow, or in between? Everywhere, everywhere. Yesterday we were in uh, 40 to, I don't know, 60 feet. Some guys were up above higher in the system. They were in that 30 foot of water stuff. 
earlier in the week, we were in Montezuma Slough, had a really good fishing in there, and that's all shallower water. So it was just a matter of, of just finding the fish and putting your baits down on them and getting them to bite. And now it's, uh, you know, we may see a little slowdown here in the next handful of days. The tides get kind of flat uh, for part of the day. Uh, but hopefully not. They bit on the small tide yesterday really well, and they bit on the bigger part of the tide on the next tide. So, uh, I mean, it's it's just spring fishing here, and uh, every fish we're hooking is flying out of the water, and it's pretty epic battles going on. That means the conditions are perfect for them and not ideal for you, so you got to fight real hard to beat that fish at the battle, don't you? Oh, man, we had some guys try to tap out yesterday, and, uh, <laughs> you know, they uh, we don't let that happen here on our boat. I mean, if you got to get a doctor's note to come out fishing, do so. But there's no tapping out here. You got to get your fish. But uh, we had some guys try to try to tap out, and they had some epic, epic battles in the last few days. I bet you let that happen when you take them shark fishing, though. Oh yeah, we'll let them tap out. On that. Yeah, That's you okay. tap out about four of them in a row, so they all go in and take a break. <laughs> yeah, gotta, you got to recover after those. The great sturgeon action out there, folks, is is a result of these guys really figuring out what's going on. They have the latest in electronics, and they have constant information that they're sharing amongst themselves, where the fish are located, what they're best hitting on, which tide works best for them. And the only things you really need to be worried about right now are stuff coming down the river system, and it sounds like most of that has turned into smaller particulate matter that helps warm up the water. Actually, that's what gets those temperatures to warm up a bit there. And then the changing tide with the fresher water coming right in again, it's it's all a flushing system through the delta, and those sturgeon are just vacuuming up the carpet, aren't they? Yes, they are. They are definitely. They got the feedback on. Yesterday was the first time, well, I guess the last couple of days, that you know we we're seeing these fish is absolutely full. I mean, I'm talking stomachs rock hard, and that's what we see this time of year. And we saw a lot of fish just, you know, free jumping, you know, they're active. Um, and, you know, that's just, they have the feedback on right now, Seth. And it, it took a little while to get going here. I think the spring bite is a couple weeks behind. We did see really good fishing leading up to this, uh, to this action we were looking forward to. But I think it's here. It's going to be here to stay the remainder of the time we're going to be here in the Delta. So we're really looking forward to it. How's the interest on the angler side about catch and release right now? Uh, very high, very high. We we do our best to educate the guys on the boat. So yesterday they had uh, six slot fish, and we we harvested one. Um, Beautiful. And that's the that's what we push on our boat. Like I say, we're we're in for keeping a fish or two, but especially on our charters, if you guys, you know, we really encourage kicking back, especially these bigger fish right now. Especially. A lot of fish in the upper slot frame, and uh, kicking back, watch them swim off. I think more people are getting enjoyment about watching a swim and fish swim off and taking a little bit home at the end of the day. And uh, it's pretty it's pretty epic to watch these guys throw these fish out back into the water. And we get a chance to educate them on the boat here. You know, we don't need to be taking 150 years of fish out of the water. And, uh, you know, kick them back, let them grow. And the more they grow, the bigger they get. And the bigger they get, the more epic battles we get. So don't it, you it's think, fun. Don't you think a lot of folks don't realize just how old – those big sturgeon are nah, they, they don't understand yeah, it at all they don't understand so so just a, just a good reference a 40 inch fish you know which is a lower end of the slot they say it's 12 to 15 years old so it took that fish 12 to 15 years old just so we could get to the age to harvest it right and you know and then the bigger ones they're 30 40 years old especially some of the oversized ones we're catching right now they're just ginormous and they've been around a long time they went through the gauntlet and uh, they survived and so we try to, do, like I said, we try to educate everyone on our boat. And I think we're getting through to a lot of people. And like I say, just 
selective harvest, keeping one, passing it around, and and, and that that's, the enjoyment of that is just huge in my eyes right now. Yeah, it's it's a nice feeling watching the fish swim away and kind of thanking him for the great experience that he gave you. And at the same time, it does have effect on your ego because you can't go running around dragging a dead fish around saying, I caught this, I caught this. The right. lifespan, though, of that fish, I mean, that's, that's they're prehistoric. Yeah, They've been around forever yeah, pre, to play. Pre-prehistoric. They're before dinosaurs, they say. Wow. 300 million years ago is when I heard. So, Well, I wasn't there yeah. to see the first one, I promise you. <laughs> the third one, maybe. The third one, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jay, action is going to be exciting for the next couple of months for folks out there. They need to get out. But more importantly, they need to book a trip because I know you're pretty well booked. But I also know that you'll find dates for them or you'll find one of your partners in the group out there and to hook them up too. So give them all the hookup information they need to get out on the water and learn from one of the best, Captain Jay Lopes at Right Hook. Yes, uh, give us a call, area code 916-417-5670, and on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Check out the Facebook page. It's updated, all the pictures, some videos and stuff's up there. And um, there's plenty of guys in the industry that are on the same type of fishing. So give someone a call. The fish are biting, and don't miss out on this hot bite. You got it, partner. Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing, 916-417-5670. Get him a call and get on board to get a sturgeon. Jay, thanks for hooking up with us. Have a great day on the water. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. All right, take care. He's going to have some fun out there on the water. Quick break right now. When we come back, I'm hooking you up with Captain Justin Leonard. He's a striper fishing in the Delta and has been doing some nighttime sturgeon fishing. We'll check in with him and find out what the action's been like in his neck of the woods. Right after this, y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.cal CaliforniaDawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat. Pratt Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no 
closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron DuPrat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron DuPrat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Gone Fishing Marine's trained sell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all out to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, how does sitting up all night long in a boat in 32-degree temperatures waiting for a sturgeon to come by and take a bite sound to you, Kent? You want you want to race out there with me and do that right nope. away? I sit out all night long waiting for that sturgeon bite. I think I'm out. I got a guy right here on the phone right now that does it for a living. Let's get hooked up with Captain Justin Leonard from Outcast Guide Service. That's just one of the things he does. The other thing he does is what he's doing this morning, and that's working the Delta for striped bass. Good morning, Captain. Good morning. Well, tell us about it. What's it been like on those evenings chasing sturgeon first? And secondly, what's going on with the bite with stripers out in the Delta area? Uh, this sturgeon of been it's been my best season I've gotten experience up on the river yet. So the sturgeon fishing has been really good. We're starting to kind of get back into like normal style sort of sturgeon fishing, more sitting on holes and kind of, it's a little, not slower fishing, but more sitting on like classic sturgeon holes more or less rather than long runways like we were. But uh, the sturgeon fishing remains good and should it remain good. All the way through April, and then what's, these stripers. Are, it just what stretches are you? What stretches are you working for the sturgeon? Pretty much south of Calusa and north of Ninth Landing, all of that north of Verona. I'm bound, there's so many fish up there right now that I'm bouncing around just kind of every couple <laughs> of days, just to keep the boats off me and kind of mix it up so we're not fishing the same fish every single day. And you know, there's going to be more and more of them heading up that way shortly too. Yep. All right, now let's get to those stripers. What are you targeting today? And you're working where are you, on the uh, San Joaquin or the Sacramento side? Uh, San Joaquin side. I think I'm going to stay on this side today. And why are you staying there, and what are you seeing? Um, You know, it's a little bit cleaner water, a uh, little bit colder water. temperatures at 54 over here rather than 55, 56 over on the sack side. And uh, talking to the guys yesterday, it seems like the, 
the better bite was over on this side. Uh, so hopefully it's true. But I think there's some fish up north, kind of off the San Joaquin side a little bit rather than down. Um, I just I think there's some fish locked up, up there, and I'm going to go look for them. This is the time of year we start seeing some of those young male stripers going up. They go, something's going on. I want to be at the party. Yeah, exactly. And they're not sure what's really happening yet. So are you starting to see a lot of small males heading up that way? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I, we've seen a couple of smaller females, like nine, 10, 11 pounds, but nothing crazy. Yeah. The rest of them all kind of males. Yeah, it's still real early for the spawn going on up there, but they will be making a run. That's for certain. Well, what's your technique that you're starting to employ to get into these stripers? What seems to be the most effective that you're hearing and doing? Uh, today we're going to be all trolling. Uh, you can do these baiters, but there's so many small fish around. They're just going to eat you alive. And then with all these darn costs, but shoot, it's so much more fun to have these suckers come rip and drag off the reel rather than a little minnow taco over. So we'll be trolling if we get a nice pile of fish and we'll be dropping down spoons and jigging them up. But I expect to be trolling today. Well, trolling is uh, certainly less expensive, but I just saw diesel as I was coming into town today, $6.90 a gallon for diesel. And I bet that's almost as expensive as the minnows you'd have to use if you were live bait drifting. Oh, yeah. No, it's none of our costs are being friendly this year whatsoever. Well, it's unfortunate that it's uh, gotten to that point. But what what are the uh, minnows going for nowadays? Uh, down there and down this way, at least, it's more like uh, 19 to $22 a dozen. And then up there in Yuba City area, where I'm coming from, it's more like 16 bucks a dozen. Remember when you used to put a chunk of hot dog on a treble hook and hope to catch a catfish? That might work. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting expensive to do it. These these guys, folks, they have to experience all of this. Well, and they, they have, have to, to raise their it. prices too. You know, it's going to cost more to go on a trip in the future. It yeah. probably will. And I don't know if they're too anxious to do that because people are really getting out now and wanting to right. get out. And I think everybody's excited that they're getting out, especially the guides that have kind of been sidelined in some mm-hmm. situations. But when you find one of these quality guides, they know how to fish. They know how to do it. They've been doing it all along, and they stay in this communication network. And I know you and Mr. Netzel do a lot of communicating too, Justin. And it really does make better anglers out of both of you, doesn't it? And more productive guides for your clients. That's exactly it. Productivity is huge. You know, we're trying to catch as many fish as possible. And being able to communicate, you get to cover twice as much water. Are you finding these fish are uh, kind of lethargic right now, or are they just really active and jumping on it when it comes by? You know, we get a lot of short bites right now. I've definitely been seeing a lot of short bites. But uh, the fish that are going to eat, like, it's pretty we're, – we're able to mark fish and go, oh, there's a fish, and then a few seconds later the raw gets talked So they're active fish, and, uh, you know, they're eating it and everything. But as of being – springtime wide open fishing i don't think we're quite there yet but we're we're getting there it's it's coming close but we're not not there yet hopefully this full moon next week will really kind of bring in like the big schools of fish this is what it's going to take folks a couple of full moons a couple of runs up there for the next couple of months stripers are going to be active both in the delta and in our river systems as they go up to spawn it is a great time to be a striper fisherman and not a bad time to be a sturgeon fisherman either are you still offering those sturgeon night trips and day trips too yeah, yeah, I'll stay on those guys till probably about mid-April until they spawn off and get out of there. 
once they spawn off, we got about five more days of fishing, and then they are back to the Delta because they got to go eat some real food. Yeah, they go down there and load up big time, no doubt about it. Well, Justin, give them all the hookup information they need. They got to get out there and have a good time without Cast Guide Service. Give them the website as well as the phone number so they can give you a shout. Absolutely. Everything you can find is on Facebook, and phone number is 520-277-6870. All right, Guy, you have a great time out there, and if you get into some action, you give us a shout back before the end of the show. Let us know what's going on. Absolutely. Thank you. Captain Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service. He's going to have a fun day on the water. Well, Mr. Brown, you had a fun day and uh, didn't get out too much <laughs> on the water. You had a great I week. We missed you on, last weekend. I didn't get on the water at all, Sep. I didn't see anything that even resembled water. Uh, but it did have a great time. The Bassmaster Classic, uh, back in Greenville, South Carolina. That's right. Was it Hartwell? Hartwell? Lake Hartwell. Yeah. Lake, Lake Hartwell. And, uh, it was a, was a great event. Jason Christie. Uh, Jason's been close to winning the Classic a couple times. Uh, one of the guys that everybody's thrilled is a winner. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He's a good dude and, and, uh, will be a great champion. And, and, you know, Jason's, uh, Jason's following up. Uh, you know, Hank Cherry was a two time Classic champion. Hank just doesn't like people. So it makes it hard to be the classic champ. You know what I mean? Uh, just pretty much in general. I mean, if you know Hank Cherry, he just doesn't like people and, uh, he's a, he's a hell of a fisherman, but you know, but Jason's not like that. And he's, uh, he's super good with his sponsors and, uh, you know, it wasn't one of our, you know, white river marine aluminum boats, but it was the first time the Bassmaster Classic was ever won out of an aluminum bass boat. So yeah, not bad. Eh, kind of interesting, but, uh, it was a great show. Um, really kind of saw that, uh, there, the weigh-ins were not full like we had expected in the arena, uh, for the, for the crowds that were in the outdoor show, but it was cool to be back in an outdoor show that, uh, you know, put about a hundred thousand people through the gates and through Yeah, days. I saw the stands look pretty yeah. good up there. They were packed up to the nosebleed section pretty decently. They were and, uh, you know, had to do some cool stuff. Got to work with my old buddy Hank Parker and, uh, and. Yeah, I'm sitting there. I'm just screwing around on Facebook and I see Kent and I go, what the hell is he doing? He's got a microphone. In yeah, his they should oh, never good. do He's, that. Yeah, they got a mic too close to the son of a guy. Yeah, they did. But I and know I got to introduce my old friend Hank Parker and we, uh, unveiled the new 521R Ranger. Uh, he so knew that fun. his way around that boat yeah, he did he did <laughs> they trained him well uh you know so it's so fun to get to work with the legends like that and and uh, well, they all show up at those events they do know. everybody was there you know i mean at one point in time we had uh uh we had roland we had hank parker and and we had bill dance all in the booth did i hear uh, mercer was there too oh well dave mercer was there he's doing it you know zona the whole crew from bass and uh it was just fun to see a lot of the legends and guys that had uh really paved the way and and uh, and catch up with old friends and sponsors and you know all those all the deal and then now in two weeks I'm I, I probably didn't tell you this but now in two weeks I'll be off uh, in Tulsa Oklahoma with the Red Crest Championship and uh, and I just found out this week they said hey well since you're going to be in Tulsa uh, why don't you plan on being in Springfield uh, and if you're interested in being a bass show host you can apply <laughs> can, directly to Seth Pro yeah, Fishing no you know you better learn how to do it on the road that's the thing hey, you know I I was pretty proud last week I ran it to about four I. Sent the entire show recorded and it was 45 seconds into your time. Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad wasn't, at all. I sat here going, does he plan that out or does the guy in the control no, room I'm just end it? I was right doing time. all the math, man. I was doing all the math. So no, we do that. And what when, a, what a great opportunity for a kid. Yeah. Like you were 40, 50 years yeah, yeah. ago. No, I just heard Making it. little plastic lures and stuff with yeah. Gary Klein out of the garage. Going through all this, getting the dream job of every yeah. bass fisherman, every boat guy in the West Coast yeah. is having, you know, White River Marine. You're the regional sales guy for it. Yep. 
And what a dream for you to go from there and then to show up at Bassmasters Classic. And you, yeah. you'll probably be there at every one of them from now on. Yeah, we'll do the Classic. We'll do Red Crest, which is the Major League Fishing Championship. And it looks also. like somebody's figured out you're pretty good with a microphone. Uh, apparently hand. somebody might have figured that out. And then, uh, But I got to get pulled through the arena. This is the cool part. Were you in the boat or were you I was driving? in the boat. Oh. I was in the boat with Ronnie Moore from Bass. And uh, we did a little sponsor, you know, sponsor engagement deal. Uh, we get pulled through and throw things. Did to you the think crowd. for a minute that you just won the best match? No, but it is pretty <laughs> cool to pretty cool to get pulled through that arena on Sunday. And you know, we were throwing stuff out, so everyone's excited. Uh, but it was uh, it's pretty cool to get drugged through that arena and kind of get to feel what those guys feel when they get pulled through that arena to weigh their fish. And what do you think when the guys come walking up to you, these new rookies and stuff, that are saying, "Oh, I really like your Ranger boats and stuff." Yeah. Do you see yourself there at all? Oh, in a lot of them, and and you know what, in in a lot of them, you know, the first thing I want to do is help them. In uh, in others, I, I the first thing I want to do is educate them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause it, it's been that Sep. you know, I mean, it's been the right way. Believe me, the crew I grew up with, we did a lot of things the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> in our era, in our era, we were, know, we didn't know there was no book telling us how to do it. No, you just went out and put yourself out there. Thank and God did we it. didn't have the internet. Uh, you know, I, we've all talked about that. You know, they said, you know, I mean, we ran around with Skeet and Yellis and Reynolds and Dave Rush and, you know, that whole crew. And, uh, and, and, you know, for so many years, and we always laugh about the fact that they didn't like us then. Imagine if we'd had the internet. <laughs> yeah. They would have been spanking us. A yeah. Lot it would have been, would have been ugly, but you know, it's, uh, it's really cool to see the sport growing with high school, college, kayak. Uh, there's just so many fingers out there that, that people are getting involved in. Well, not only is bass fishing growing and expanding continually, especially yeah. with all the new tournaments and everything that are popping up. Fishing in general has taken off. We right. saw that with COVID. Everybody, fishing license sales were up. People wanted to get the hell out. Now you can get the hell out and you don't have to wear a mask. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. But uh, it's just to the point that we're really fed up with being locked down and indoors. Everybody wanted to get out, and it is so nice getting out because there's actually people out there now that are smiling and yeah, having, having a good fun. time. And, and we saw that at the show. And you know something, too, real quick, is is we're all in sticker shock right now with gas prices. 6 dollars for diesel. And diesel prices and everything else. But, you know, your your kokanee trollers, the bass fishermen, all of us have already gone electric. So That's right. We've already gone electric. And you know what? You can still go fishing. uh Maybe pick a little closer lake. Maybe pick somewhere closer by. Ease up on the throttle with the gas motor. Put the electric motor down and spend more time fishing than you do running. You still have the opportunity to get out there and go fishing. And make sure your boat is, you know, a little lighter. Ah, detailed. Take all the unnecessary crap out of it, guys. Uh, you know, leave that brother-in-law that never gives you gas money anyway at home. Uh, but, you know, I mean, just take a little weight out of the boat. Make sure that your motor's you know, performing like it should be up, you know, it's, it's tuned up, make sure your props in good shape. And if it's not run it, you know, guys like gone fish and Marine, they're going to see an influx of boats coming in down there. Obviously it's spring. Everybody wants to go fishing. Everybody is going to want to make sure their boats are running at their best so that they're burning less fuel. Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't pass on president Obama's great advice, keeping your tires inflated. Oh, on your boat. Yeah. I had tires. I wouldn't have been stuck on so damn many sandbars in the Delta all those years. Yeah, and I'm just thinking, you know, I, I've lowered mine to 12 pounds to get up a launch ramp in the ice and snow before. Yeah, so right. I'm, I'm so, not too keen on uh, fully aired up well, tires. However, you know, you do need to make sure that the air in your uh, in your boat trailer and your truck is where it's supposed to be. And uh, 
you know. Everybody's going to go nuts because it's March. Yeah. Everybody's going to hear the striper bites go on, the sturgeon bites go on, and yeah. trout bite is going to be taken off, kokanee is going to be gone, and everybody's going to want to get their boats in and get them all serviced and taken care of. You know, it was 32 in Vacaville today. Somebody's line someplace broke. Yeah, no, without a doubt. And, and uh, there, you know, you got to definitely get your boat in there and give them some time and patience because parts are and stuff are not, you know, there's, there's still some holdups in parts too, Seth. All right, let's get rolling. Let's move right on into this next commercial break. And when we come back, it's RVs and destinations. And I got a good one for you. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street in Elkhorn Bull. Boulevard west of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Grants is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Grants offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. It's time for RVing and destinations sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Today, I'd like to share with you a list of great luxury, well, maybe not luxury, but comfort accessories to make your next camping trip, RVing trip, or whatever you do in the outdoors more enjoyable. Remember when camping was throwing out a piece of plastic on the ground, laying your sleeping bag on it and sleeping right there, cooking on a box. 
Well, you probably remember setting up your first pup tent or big dining flies. It's changed. Now you're out there in 46-foot diesel pushers that can cost up to $2 million plus. It's a rolling home going down the road because everybody likes to have the comforts of home. Well, I want to share a few of the comforts of home that I would consider to be luxurious 50 years ago when I was camping in a pup tent. How about this? How about an ice maker? How'd you like to have an ice maker at your fingertips all day long? Portable, easy to use, simply plugs in. You can do it anywhere there's hookups or a generator or solar power or lithium batteries, whatever. Reasonably priced today, 20 to 30 pounds of ice can be delivered per day when you need it. You've always got ice, not some little plastic tray when you have guests over if in your campsite, if you're having iced tea or kicking back. Well, one of the other things that in today's world you can't get by without is mobile Wi-Fi. Ranging widely in price, let me tell you, Wi-Fi units will track the skies and the towers to give you and the kids, you know, keeping those kids occupied. And frankly, more and more adults are on the phones and on iPads and everything, too. Everything you need so that you can enjoy the benefits of Wi-Fi, YouTube, Facebook, television. It's all right there for you if you've got Wi-Fi. Fire pit. You know, every place has fire pits, but California is a little against fires right now and building them. But you know, there are smoke-proof stainless steel fire pits you can buy, reasonably priced, different sizes, small, mediums, and large, where you can have a wood-burning fire. The smoke isn't going to blow in people's faces like it always follows one guy around. Well, it doesn't. There is no smoke. You, that way you can sit around, have camaraderie, friendship, and sit there and just flat have a good time talking with them for hours. And another key item would be a keyless door lock, an entry keypad into your RV, motorhome, trailer, whatever. No worries, easy access. You, the kids, your family members, all would have the combination so they can get in whenever they need to. Never having to haul around keys, never needing to worry about it. You've got easy, simple access. Well, there's a whole lot more to it, but here's one that I really consider to be a luxury. Replacing the supplied mattress in an RV, camper, whatever, with a real mattress that is soft and comfortable. Or at the very least, putting one of those great mattress toppers on. They're three to six inches thick, and they can make the worst mattress feel even better. If you're not having comfortable sleep with a great rest, maybe you need to do a couple of upgrades in that neck of the woods too. It doesn't matter what you do, as long as you're having fun in the outdoors. Get out there. That's where Marilyn and I are heading next. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! 
And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the outdoors right now, and there's a lot more going on. If you're out at Quail Point Hunt Club, all of Hill Kennels are interested in sporting clays. Let's go with the man right now, the owner at all of, well, half of the owner at all of Hill Kennels, Mr. David Martin. <coughs> the worst half, right now. The worst half of the Sonny Martin is the other part and much more attractive than David, yes, by the way. Yes. Well, that's, that's a fact, fellas. You got that correct. Well, uh, you just, you know, I don't know why she stepped all the way down to you, but it's been a great marriage with you guys because you can tell the difference. And at he's Quail just Point got a Club. line of girls waiting to take over out there. Yeah, dude, yeah. You know? I'm sure, I'm sure he does. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Shut up, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about your daughters, my friend. Your oh, oldest God, daughter God, all the God. way down. You know, you're done. You're done, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, David, it is an exciting time for Quail Point. You're starting to get ready to wind down on the hunting season out there, but it looks like everything else is coming to the top of the pot right now. Tell our listeners what's coming up here real soon. Yeah, we've got a couple more weeks of the bird season. We're going to wrap it up on the uh, 20th of March, and then we go right into our uh, second shoot of the year for sporting clays. Our uh, western regional warm-up is the weekend of the 25th to the 28th. And then uh, we go, uh, you know, we have the Rattlesnake Training Program coming up uh, April 3rd over at the Kennels. Now, that is uh, a great program that uh, yeah. a lot of people don't know about. And I've seen it, the program before. And I didn't go through the class, but I observed the whole class. And it's a very impressive thing. <laughs> well, if we could put that shot collar on you and get you to go through that class, I'd push the button. <laughs> David's father, Gary Davis, who was just at the house in the last couple of weeks. Yes, he was. And I understand he's going to be your neighbor here pretty soon again. I'm hoping so. That's very exciting, too. There yeah. goes the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it was having nice having Quail Point on as a sponsor until we choked on this one. <laughs> you, know, you know, David, the, the rattlesnake thing is such an important thing. Your dad helped uh, me get through that whole program. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think which dog I was doing it with. That would have been Jackson. And, yes. And when I first saw this, he goes, you want to you want rattlesnake train it real quick? And I said, yeah, let's do that. And it was merely... Taking up the settings, getting the dog close to the snake, and letting him know you're going to feel this if you ever get near a snake again. Took two little blasts, and that's it. Dog won't ever go near a snake and was barking at him 20, 30 feet away after the training. It is extremely effective, and it works, doesn't it? it it's very effective. The guys that we bring in to do this, they bring in live, you know, defanged rattlesnakes, and they, and they put them out in the field in three areas, and they train the dog with sight, sound, and scent. So if they see it, smell it, or hear it, uh, they're going to make them not want, want to go near it. And uh, it, it's get rattled out of Nevada, and they do several uh, stops around Northern California. If you can't make our weekend, definitely uh, look up their schedule because if you live uh, where there's rattlesnakes or you, you know, you're camping or do things where there's rattlesnakes, uh, this is a really, really important part of uh, you know, your dog's training. Uh, we don't have any rattlesnakes at Quail Point, but uh, our customers live and uh, do other things, fishing and that, whether there could be snakes. And it's, it's just a really, really good program. We've, we've sent a few of our dogs through it that we do take uh, off, off site and uh, they don't like any kind of snakes once they're done with this. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, my dog, we get gopher snakes through the front yard and everything. He'll do the same thing with gopher snakes. But I'll tell you, more importantly, those little, we get rattlesnakes too. Our neighbors killed a little 12 incher out on their driveway and we've seen yeah. them running around too. When you're not with your dog, you really don't need to worry unless he just runs past it and gets bit. You don't need to worry about him going around that thing because he's going to keep a good radius around that snake. 
Yeah, you don't need to worry about them chase, or changing their personality, too. Everything is in association with snakes. Snakes are the bad guy in this scenario. It's not you or, or the trainer or anything like that. Uh, we train, we change up the training area every year at the kennel so that dogs that are in our training aren't going back to where the snakes are. And then remembering that's where they had that, that uh, you know, high-pressure training. Um, so they put a lot of thought into it. They do it very well. They put the appropriate amount of pressure for the dog and their demeanor. Uh, it will not change your dog. It's not just shocking them to to get them to hate it. It's just making them wish they didn't, you know, they don't want to have any interest in, in what's going on right at that moment. Exactly. And it's over real quick and they remember for a long time. No doubt. Yeah, about it. And, and these guys recommend you do it two years in a row and they give you a discount the second year. If you do come back and, and once your dog has done it twice, I mean, it, it's, I've had nothing but good compliments on it from, from the guys that we bring in to do it. Well, you have got so much going on. I'm looking at the tournament schedule right now. It looks to me like you've got something or a couple of things every month all the way down here through August. It's a, oh no, it goes on through October and then the season finale. You guys got a lot going on. Yeah, you know, we had that tournament two weeks ago, and our biggest shoot we've ever had was 150 people, and we had 187 people at that last shoot. We threw 46,000 targets over three days, and we've just been well-supported. Uh, we, we put on a good shoot. We put on a good lunch, and uh, it's a fun set of targets, and you don't have to be a pro shooter to come out and do this. There's there's, there's uh, divisions for new shooters and young shooters and all kinds of stuff. It's so much fun. Uh, to get out and just get a lot of shotgun time uh, out on the sporting clay course. It's yeah, yeah ever has to unload the truck with forty-seven thousand targets. That's Mister. That's Mister Forklift is unloading. Oh my, that. that that's a lot of targets. <laughs> you ought to see him running them around, cases and cases, going all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you hear me say you, you ought to see him running around. The public is invited to these things. They can show up at the California State Sporting Clays Championship. You can observe. You can watch. If you think you're a good shot, you can watch some of these guys and just go home and cry. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's a good way. People are intimidated by sporting clays uh, for some reason. I, I know I was when I, I before I started it, but uh, it, it's so much fun. Uh, there's 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 easy targets, there's med- medium targets, there's harder ones. When you come out and just shoot for the weekend or just for the day uh, over the course of the summer, you don't have to go shoot the whole course. You can skip a station, you can stay at a station, uh, you can you can do whatever you want. It's just a real you know, laid back way to get out and spend time with the family. I like to stay at the station. I'm going to get that son of a gun and I'm going to hit it and I'm not leaving till I do. Somebody go get me another box of ammo. Yeah. Yeah. After every set of targets, you know, every, every month we change our targets and you can tell which ones are eating people up because that machine has to be loaded a lot. You know, I just turned the page in your uh, constant contact here and here's a beautiful dog. Looks a lot like mine, except yours is a German short hair there with a good looking face on him. Uh, got any pups out of that kennel? Well, you know, right now we have a litter of Britneys on the way. We had a breeding about three weeks ago, um, and so that's our next litter. We do plan on having some short hairs labs. Uh, English setters are a little over a year out uh, at the moment, but, uh, yeah, we've got, we have got we have about eight or ten litters a year. And uh, the best thing to do is just go to our website. You can get on the puppy notification form. It doesn't obligate you to anything but a phone call. And what I've been telling people is if you want to look for a specific breed, you know, get on our list, but keep looking around. You know, we can't supply dogs for everybody in Northern California that's looking for them. And if you find a dog you like or if you want some advice, uh, whether that's a good dog to buy, I'm, I'm glad to talk to them about that, look at pedigrees with them. And, and if they don't buy a dog from us, we're glad to help them out as well. So, hey, this is uh, exactly how it works, folks. He's telling you. He's probably already forgotten, but uh, my dogs were all lined up through his father, Gary, originally when we got Jackson. But from that point on, it is all genetics, folks. It is what you bring to the table that is going to be a proven champion or a proven performer for you. It's a, it's a great thing having a dog that knows exactly what his role is out in the field, isn't it, David? 
Yeah, yeah, and and when you get your dog, you know, feel free to call me too because there's things I'll talk to you about that you can do between eight and twelve weeks old to not, um, you know, not a, not everyday training, but the things you can do in your everyday interaction with your dog to make this a good pet that's also going to be a good bird dog. And then we'll talk to you about coming out at four months old and five months old just to do lessons, not to drop your dog off, but introduce them to live birds. Uh, you know, people get their dogs home and they want to start working with them. And they work on sit and heal and do a lot of obedience. And then at six months old, we have an overly obedient dog that hasn't been exposed to live birds. It has no prey drive. And uh, prey drive is everything with a bird dog. And you can have a great house pet that is going to be a good bird dog. It's, it's, it's crazy how simple it is, but you just need to know kind of the steps to take and how to, how to approach it, and we can help you with that that's at every the, step. That's the way it works, folks, and I wanted to add real quick, and when I was looking for another dog outside of Jackson's lineage, David recommended a couple of places to me, and one of them hooked up for me, and that's where we got the crazy animal that's running around the control room mm-hmm. right now. That's where Gunner came from. David, yep. David, thanks for sharing with our listeners everything going on, folks. And if you want to have some fun, just go out there and check it all out. You'll feel more comfortable when you go out and shoot sporting clays on your own that way. Whether it's sporting clays or shooting birds or dogs out of the kennels where the cute little puppies are, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels is your stop. David, real quick, give them the website and the phone number. You got it, bud. Thank you. Uh, Eric code 530-735-6217 or check us out at quailpoint.com. Take care of those customers. Talk to you later. Appreciate all the support, bud. Thanks. Bye-bye. David Martin with Quail Point. How was that for a grease job, Marilyn? I thought he'd appreciate that. It's a great place and great people, folks. What's hot and what's not? It's around the corner. Hit it. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not, brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Built upon a C14 Plus body for both a lightweight feel and carving rigidity, the new Shimano Van Ford Spinning Reel incorporates a Magnum Light Rotor to benefit anglers with a quick response in critical situations. The new Shimano Van Ford features Shimano's Cold Forge Hagany gear, as well as Silent Drive and Micro Module Gear 2 technologies to produce power transfer like never before, while also Hosting next level of rotational performance. All Shimano rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and experience eternally smooth reeling with Shimano. And joining us in the what's hot and what's not is the man himself, Mr. Alan Fong, the manager of the Sacramento Fisherman's Warehouse Store, the Rod Father, joins us. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Morning. Doing good. That's good. Well, where'd you go this week? <laughs> Delta. You know, just had to get down there and try to finish up some videos and uh what striper fishing. Um it's a little tough right now. We did hook the guy a friend of mine hooked a monster and we we're chasing it around and it actually broke him off. Gene Lippincott, he's uh he was headed to Clear Lake so he stopped by and I installed some Lawrence equipment for him and we went out and yeah he had a monster on and just broke his line monster stripe uh, that old cowboy just pulled too hard on him that's all he did i promise you yeah he's using 15 pound test i said man you're way under gun here yeah using 25 (laughs) i i've known gene for years that old cowboy just pulled too hard on him that's all that was (laughs) yeah he he did (laughs) how big was how was how big do you think it was that he lost um, you know, he had it on for about five minutes, and they're hard to tell once they get over 20, you know. Yeah. It could have been 15, 18. It could have been 30. 
It was big. Let's, and it just let's tell Lip it was 30, though. Let's tell Lip it was 30. Yeah, he lost a, he lost a 30, 35-pounder. <laughs> yeah. He was sick because we were the day before we went out, and I told him, you know, I just have a funny hunch someone's going to hook a big bass. And I was up in the front, and I caught one about three pounds. And it messed up my chatterbait, so I was trying to find a damn trailer. He jumped up there, threw out. He hooked another monster bass. It took off. And I go, wait, let me turn the camera on. And while I was turning on, he slacked up, and it came off. <laughs> slacked <laughs> off and pulled too hard. He is an oaky. He is. Nah, he, <laughs> I promise you, buddy. I promise he, you. See, I can get away with calling people was... okies because I'm an archie. Yeah, no, he is. I, I, you remember the old hog boss lures? Yes. Yep. Well, yep. that was Zeno's company. Yeah. Yep. He, be... he told me, he goes, oh, when you told me you were going to turn the camera on, I slacked up. I said, no, give me a break. <laughs> you try to blame me. Of course. Why not? Blame somebody. Now the fish had weak lips. Just didn't work Yeah, out. but you know, in the three, we went three days in a row, and every day the bass bite was getting better. So those bass are definitely moving up. There's a lot of males looking around, you know, and decent-sized ones and a few females, but... The water temperature was getting about 59 degrees in the afternoon, and those fish are ready. Yeah, it's just so. a matter of time. And with this weather stretch that we've got the next couple of weeks, with one little chance of rain, looks like next weekend, it's going to continue. Did you check all the north winds that blew the last couple of days? What do you think that did to Berryessa? I didn't go and you look. Know what? It, it wasn't bad. My brother was up there the other day, and he was looking for crappie, but he caught a couple kings. Um, I talked to a couple guys they're catching one guy had 15 last week and but he's trolling and he's trolling 60 to 80 feet yep so that lake is not going to turn this year there's something wrong with it yeah it's but uh, the fish are you know the fish are they're biting it's just sitting still out there and it's you know as far as water levels it's pretty full for berryessa i've seen berryessa down where you had to drive a half a mile to find a launch ramp area but uh, it's it's a it's great fishery. It's still going good. For some reason, it didn't turn this year. This wind that we might have just had, it might have just brought them up a little bit higher. We'll find out. But if you've got a high quality locator, you'll see where they're at, and they got to eat eventually. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Alan, back to the stripers in the delta. What colors are they hitting, and what lures are they hitting best? Um, any like five inch plastic swim bait. You know, um, there's a lot of them out there on the market. Um, there's Kitex. There's all kinds of anything in that four to five inch with a half ounce jig head. And I'm fishing in anywhere from probably three to seven feet of water. Is anybody so doing the old, a lot of ground? It's weird. Is anybody doing the, you know, the enhancements like the wild thing and stuff like that that we used to do 20, 30 years ago? Yeah, no, you don't hear too much about that. The trollers are having a difficult time. There's more fish being caught in shallow water than it, there is deep water. Yeah. By the way, those of you that have, by the way, those of you that don't have any idea of what we're talking about with the wild thing was just hanging about an eight or a nine inch white worm right off the back. So it was just kind of swirling away. Back that got there. started by a guy who had that tackle box that everything was all piled up in. So hey, that's I've, how that I've seen rigs. Yeah, they put a skirt on the back too on that wild thing. That's right. They can, just to fancy it up, make it look a little different, I guess. And yeah, it, you know what? Um, Comanche's been red hot, 
and the trout are big there, and the guys are throwing speedy shiners. They're getting some big ones. Yeah, they uh, Gary Irk and uh, Gary Pilkington, I believe, went out there last Sunday after the radio show Saturday. They were planning on hitting it and hitting it hard. A lot of fish available out there. Some great photos being posted, and a lot of smiling faces. No doubt about that. You know yeah. what? The, you know what they're yeah. catching them on? Are they on the troll? Or are they bait fishing? Or is it both out there? No, they're they're trolling speedy shiners. Yeah. I would imagine silver and white or red and gold would probably be the best colors out there. That's about all there is. Yeah. Oh, there's a blue and silver one too, isn't there? They, they make all different colors, but stick to the gold. Yeah, that'll do it every single time. Alan Fong from Fisherman's Warehouse. You can check out his YouTube channel. Tell him about it real quick. Yeah, um, I got it going. It's uh, Alan Fong Outdoors. I'm doing a report every week. It's actually we're very way ahead of schedule. And um, it's going really good. You know, I post these uh, reports with guides and um, show a lot of photos. And the actually in these reports in five days, I'm getting like 15 to 2,000 hits. And it's only the second week I've done it. So it's grown really fast. And um, I'm doing a lot of teaching on there. So it's not just showing a lot of fish action stuff. It's actually more teaching. All right. What's the address for it? What's the channel called? Elm Fong Outdoors. That makes it pretty simple because we're fishermen. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us today. You have a great time. And stop by the, your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse store, whether it's in Manteca, Fairfield, or right here in Sacramento. Pick the brain of the people there. They're all fishermen, and they will make sure you get what you need for successful fishing. Thanks, Alan. We'll talk to you again real soon. All right. See ya. Take care. Right. Hopefully, Barry Essip might turn over one of these days. If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater rods and reels to offshore tackle to conquer even the hardest fighting game fish, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot Parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez, for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain J. Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained cell staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish Marine for boaters who settle for nothing but the best. Go boldly with Mercury. 
Brad's. Sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's Super Baits and Cut Plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. Brad's is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Go for it, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. It's good to hear uh, Ken's back in the uh, studio. Yeah, only for a couple of weeks, and then I'm running away again. Where are you off to now? Uh, Tulsa and then uh, Springfield. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm living a life. A yeah, that's it, buddy. That's it. Well, we're running out of time. We're up against a break. You better, uh, you better tell us what's going on. Well, there's been a lot of, you know, we've had some great weather on the uh, coast. Merlin's going to be out uh, today, actually. On the uh, the real magic on a on a crab and dab trip, so he's been doing good on the sand dabs and uh, limits of crabs have, have been the uh, rule. But this is the first time we got our gear back in the water, so we'll really have it uh, kind of dialed in this afternoon on how they're biting. But the other guys uh, fishing around us have been doing pretty well, so I expect that uh, we'll see uh, limits of crabs and, and and dabs. So if you're up there in Sacramento looking for something to do. Run down the coast, uh, anywhere from out in front of the Russian River, Salmon Creek, and 80 to 120 feet of water would be good bets. Um, some crabs in the outer bay, and the, the lack of rain. Tomales Bay has been pretty good for those with uh, smaller boats. Um, we're seeing about three knots of wind on the coast right now over a, a three-foot swell with a 13-second period. It really doesn't get much better than uh, than that. Obviously. Hey, Mike, the... Uh... Opener of the rockfish season is what, April 9th? Second. Second? Second. And yeah, last and week you were, be, you were talking about maybe the salmon might be popping open the same time. With the, with the abundance forecast, uh, that's literally about 40, 45% higher than last season. You know, last season we didn't open until the end of June because uh, the uh, numbers were down. They're trying to get more escapement back to the Sacramento River, which is Really frustrating because because so many of the fish that do return to the Sacramento River are are dying or they're they're they, they'll they'll lay their eggs in the lake and the eggs don't don't hatch because the water is uh, is is too damn warm and they 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 they, they want to stop fishing out in the ocean because hey we we need to kill more fish up here in the rivers what I think the the feds of the state are, are thinking it's frustrating. Well, uh, to say the, they do have, the, they, uh, the least. They have done a pretty good job uh, curtailing the successful return of the winter run. So, 
No, yeah, I know they've been doing a, a great job, and it's just it's very uh, coming from a, a, a as a diehard um, fighter for salmon. I've, I've been on the board of the Golden State Salmon Association for 13 years now. I'm very proud of the work that we have done there, and it's just it make, I pull my hair out sometimes when you see some of the stuff that's going on at the state and the federal level when it comes I'm to way, water. Uh, I'm way ahead of you. I'm way ahead of you. That's why I wear a hat. <laughs> You've pulled all your hair out. Well, folks, but, the uh, Golden State Salmon Association is probably one of the best things we've got going for us to support local salmon angling out there and for the future of salmon. And they've got a big fundraising dinner coming up, the 10th Annual Santa Rosa Dinner, coming up Friday, June 3rd. And all you got to do is go over to their website. And do you know what that website address is, Mike? I don't see it on this phone. Golden State Salmon Association. Type, um, type it in. You will get there. Trust me. That's just the way it works. There. All right. I got a real just. I got a real quick mention here. I just make it fast. You, you've been there before. I got a little spot up in Alaska. My my cabin has uh, availability this coming summer. So if you want to get up to Alaska on a great little vacation cabin package, reach out through our uh, our number over at uh, Real Magic, and we'll get you set up. That number is 707-479-0992. And before you go any further, I've been there. I've stayed there. I've played there. I've fished there. It's a nice place. Does it still have that Suburban or a nice car around there for oh, yeah. people to drive? Oh, yeah comes with yep. a vehicle for you while you're up there that you pick up, I think, at the airport, right? Right at the Anchorage airport. Yeah, what a sweet deal. And it sleeps about what, six? Six, and uh, it's what all the local six-packs carry, six. Hey, funny, some, thing, how, funny thing how it just works out like that, isn't it? So if you're heading up to the Alaska, to the Kenai area, or even on the way out towards Homer, there's a great little place there called Clam Gulch. And that's where his cabin's located. You feel free to rent it. That number again, 707-479-0992. Michael, you have a great one. Thank you. Thanks, guys. He's a good guy spending time with us, and we helped him by pitching his cabin. He had a cancellation at the last minute. I hope one of you wants to go to Alaska, and we'll give him a call, 707-479-0992. We'll talk to you later. You know how it works. we got a whole other hour right ahead of this. We'll be right back. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Lowrance is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. 
Pets. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Olive Hill Kennels will be hosting our annual rattlesnake avoidance training Sunday, April 3rd. Dogs will work around live rattlesnakes and train to avoid them by sight, sound, and scent. This clinic could save your dog's life. Cost of the training is $110 for first-time attendees or $85 for return attendees. We recommend this training for two consecutive years to instill avoiding snakes into your dog's memory. Check out the link on our homepage for details at quailpoint.com or feel free to call us at 530-735-6217. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse Stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all of your angling needs. The new Shimano Stratic C300, C400, and 500 models will increase your hookup rate and are equipped with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. Be sure to check out our online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. The Northern California coast is ground zero for ocean king salmon fishing, and the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback, owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor, the entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most exciting guide service, offering great ocean action plus river trips for freshwater Water salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out EurekaFishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now at 707-845-9588. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and I'm not going to waste any time on this hour. We're kicking it off here in just a second with Captain James Netzel. He's out in the Delta chasing stripers. He's on the Sacramento Riverside. We'll be checking in with him in just a minute. Steve Carson, our own senior tuna, is at Bass Pro Shops in Rancho Cucamonga today. We'll be finding out what the hell he's doing there shortly. And Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor, is hooking up with us for the fishing instructor, Bassin 201. More tips for more hookups for you bass fishermen out there. Not to mention he's live at the uh, BBT at Berryessa for the Delta Wine Division Tournament today. Captain J.D. Ritchie just put together a recording this morning for us on Pyramid Lake. He and his clients hit the water at 7 o'clock. We'll tell you all about the action there for world-class cutthroat trout. And Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing's got a new boat starting April 2nd, a big boat. You're going to want to hear all about it, and I guarantee you're going to want to get on board with that boat. It'll handle 20 people, but he's only going to put 12 on, so everybody's got tons of room. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more. But first, let's head to the man himself on the Sacramento River, fishing stripers in the Delta from Tight Lines Guide Service. Captain James Netzel joins us live. Good morning, Captain. Good morning there, Seth. Hey, I made a switch. I'm on the San Joaquin. <laughs> you changed your side after you talked to our friend uh, Justin last night, huh? No, he, Justin was uh, – I, I, uh, I did better in the San Joaquin yesterday. Uh, Justin was, uh, surgeon fishing yesterday. So I, I came over here just cause we got just the end of the, uh, outgoing tide, just about the incoming. Uh, that's my, my favorite tide for running shallows. And, uh, we got nothing on the first pass. Uh, we switched to deep 
mainly so I can talk on the radio. It's really hard to troll five, six miles an hour in five or six feet of water you mean, and uh, not get in the weeds. So we're, we're using deep divers while we're waiting. What lures are you using and what colors? Uh, deep divers right now, man, we caught them on five different colors yesterday. Uh, so I don't know what the hot color was. Uh, the big fish came on uh, rainbow trout pattern with a white tail uh, deep diver. Uh, but we were trolling the deep diver shallow only about, about 25, 26 feet. How big was the big fish? Uh, nine pounds. That's not bad at all. That's a handful. No. No, it, it, yeah, especially uh, when you're trolling six miles an hour, a <laughs> uh, deep diver on in seven feet of water. Yeah, that'll stand you up if you're facing the back of the boat sitting down. It'll just pull you right out of that chair. <laughs> yeah, down there. Well, the action- but, uh, yeah, it, it, problem is that we we got perfect tides, uh, perfect uh, water conditions, uh, no wind, virtually no wind. Maybe there's a two point one half mile an hour knot. No, it, it's no wind. Problem is, water temperature is still fifty five. We need uh, this time of year. Last year, we were probably at least five or six degrees warmer. Well, the further up you go, I imagine it's a little bit cooler right now, but. Uh- Things will get a little bit warmer soon. I understand there's a lot of particulate matter in there. That'll help warm up the water itself. And as particles start to decay and everything, it eliminates a little bit of the oxygen. It'll have the fish moving around a little bit more, too. Yeah, so- and also poss- possibility of a little bit measurable rain next week. And rain is good for the Delta because it warms the water up. Because it's not as when you get a, a front through, the, the rain is warmer than the uh, water temperature and uh, warms it up. Well, James, give us an idea of the stretch of water that you're working. Where did you launch, launch this morning, and where are you planning on concentrating your efforts? Well, my GPS coordinates are no, but I can tell you that. <laughs> can you see a bridge uh, no. from where you are? That's all I want to know. Can you see a bridge from oh. where I am? Oh, well, see, there, we've narrowed it down, Sam. He's fishing right yeah, where la- we launched, were. <clears throat> so I launched at Brandon, uh, ran over here. Yeah, I like Brandon because uh, I'm happy. You know, I'm halfway between. I can flip the coin, decide which side of the river I want to fish. Uh, we don't know how much longer this boat ramp's going to be staying open, so I don't know how much longer we'll be launching there. Yeah, but, I, heard uh, they, I heard they lost the concessionaire out there. They turned took that from a state park to a concessionaire park, and now they've left? Are they out of there? Uh, yeah, they, 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 they didn't make any money uh last couple of years. Well, I wonder why. And uh they decided not to do it again, so... The campground's going to close at the end of the month. They haven't said for sure whether or not they're going to close the boat ramp, but more than likely, I think they're going to keep the boat ramp open. I'm, I, you know, I'm hoping so. I would hope so. I think the state uh, and people paid for that boat ramp that's in there. No, Seth, because the Golden Poppy Pass does not work there. Oh, really? No. It does not. Oh, it doesn't anymore. No, you got, you got to right. have the expensive one. Yeah, yeah but the you, next you wanted... level pass to go to Brandon, but it does not work there. Yeah. And it was only $100 more. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> well, let's get back to fishing instead of hooking. Cause it sounds yeah, like no sounds like you're getting some hooks put in. It's all the way around. If it's not the price of gas, it's the price of minnows. And if it's not that, it's find a place to go camping. Yeah, and I, that's one thing I haven't yet raised my prices, and I don't. I, I'm going to try not to raise my prices because you know with the price of fuel, because it's already going to cost my clients more money to get to me. So. uh uh if, if you get on the books right now or within the next couple of weeks before I make a decision whether I'm pricing, you're pricing it higher, uh, you're still going to get uh, today's price. But 
man, if, that, if the gas goes up seven bucks a gallon, I'm, there's nothing we can do. But, six you know, six you, you, ninety you, for diesel in Sacramento this morning. Yeah, you, you sign up now, you get on the books, and you're locked in for the for the rates that I got. It just I, everyone's talking about raising prices. Some people have already done it, but uh, I I just haven't pulled the trigger yet. Well, that might get you a few more bookings right away. But, folks, the Delta Striper action is going to maintain for how long? A couple of months solid, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. In fact, since we're run, since it's running late right now, uh, it's going to be good and solid all the way till the end of May. There you have it, folks. Good opportunities to get out there. The weather will be on the improve. As if it's not good enough already, you can get out there and get into some great action with Tight Lines Guide Service. Delta Striper action is likely to increase and keep getting better for the next couple of weeks and months. And when those fish return from spawning, they are going to put the feed bag on big time. That's why it's going to last well into May. James, give them all the hookup information they need so they can get out with Tight Lines Guide Service. Yeah, you can reach me toll-free at 888-975-0990. Website is www.fishtightlines, and I'll check in with you. Uh, we're going to catch a big one here in a second. Give us a shout back before the end of the show. Let us know what's up. We'll go to you live. All right, sounds good. Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service. You think we ought to announce a gun winner? Hey, why not? Why not? You know, it's time to get out and start enjoying the shooting sports again. Sep, Saturday, April 24th, Gun Owners of California is having their annual Great Guns Giveaway, Sporting Clay Shoot and Barbecue. They've got a lot of great gun prizes, raffles, games, and a whole lot more. That's all taking place at Comanche Hills Hunting Preserve, uh, just outside of town there. So you can get signed up or sign up as a team. Uh, give gun owners a call at 916-984-1400, and they'll get you all taken care of. A lot of stuff going on with legislation, elections, court cases, uh, it's time to uh, get out and shoot. It's a lot more fun. Hey, real, real quick, Blue let button. me toss in a couple of things for gun owners of California. Saturday, April 23rd, their big sporting glaze shoot that they do yeah. every year out at Comanche Hills. April 24th, but that's okay. It says 23rd here. No, this says 24th here. Thanks, Sam. Anyway, hey, Sam. And then again, May 6th, gun owners of California is having the big gun owners of California Sacramento crab feed and tri-tip dinner. And in July, that's right, right in Vacaville, Gun Owners of California, Travis Morgan puts on the big crab feed down there, too. So there's a lot of fundraisers going on for GOC. And if you're not a member of GOC, they invite you to become a member. Exactly right. And that Saturday in April is the 23rd. Unfortunately, for the first time this year, Seth was right. right. (laughs) Seth was right. Winner number 11, 2021 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle ticket. Lucky number 1081, Matt Archer Lincoln. Matt, you've got a Winchester XPR Hunter Bolt Action Rifle in .30-06, and they'll be giving you a call, sending you down to do all the proper paperwork on that gun. So pretty cool, .30-06. Everybody needs one of those. Absolutely. Yeah. Want mine? Great caliber. No. That's, that's the one I'll mark in the safe for you. Okay. Circle Let- that. One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marina seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for 
for it. Yeah, Fish man. with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? There's a feeling you get when you're fishing. A rush of anticipation and adrenaline. It's all about your presentation. And that tug at the end of the line. Tournament and recreational anglers need strong, sharp, and reliable hooks because every bite counts. You'll land more and bigger fish. Fish like a pro with Owner Hooks. Owner Hooks, available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Fairfield, Sacramento, and Manteca, or their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Check out the full line at OwnerHooks.com. Owner, simply the best hook on the market. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week, the man himself, our own Steve Carson, Mr. Senior Tuna, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. Good morning, Tuna. Good morning, Sep. Bass Pro Shops and Rancho Cucamonga. Rancho Cucamonga, and I'll tell you what, uh, I, I come here every year about this time and, and work their uh, spring fishing classic. It's always fun. It's always very busy. Um but uh, this is it. We're right at the base of the mountains uh, of Big Bear, and ordinarily there's snow down to about only a thousand feet above. You can see it ordinarily right there, and and this year the snow is like way, way up at the top, above the eight thousand foot level. Uh, we're already having uh, early summer type weather. Um, the the sand the local fleet's been fishing rockfish for for a couple weeks now since March first. And uh, literally today, uh, the, some of the, the bigger San Diego boats have finally finished their their annual maintenance. And they, they ran a lot of days last year, so they needed a lot of maintenance. Anybody that owns a boat knows how that works. And uh, literally today, they're out at the Coronado Islands looking around, hoping for the, the first yellowtail of the year. And then you know that somebody wandering around is going to stumble across the first school of bluefin tuna. And it's just going to go from there. Did it really ever stop, Steve? Well, no, it didn't, actually. What happened, you know, the bluefin tuna move around quite a bit. And even though we call it local, you know, there's a, you know, probably a 200 linear mile uh, range uh, north and south, as well as, you know, maybe a, 150 miles out where they might be. And when there's, you know, when there's 100 boats running every day, uh, somebody figures it out pretty quickly, pretty much every day. But as you know, as the season winds down, the paying passengers stop. The people have, you know, Christmas and New Year's and taxes and everything to do, and the, the boats stop running. And, and no rockfish 
season is open, so nobody's out after rockfish every day. They lose track of where they are. And it takes takes a little while to reestablish uh, where they are, and uh, you know, and and all, all the usual fishing uh, patterns. You have to figure out: are they shallow? Are they deep? Uh, you know, what color lures are they biting? You know, what time of day are they biting? Takes a little while. Are they uh, but, uh, good? Are they great communicators with other captains too, or do they kind of play cards close to the vest? Well, there, well, there's there's a thing called code groups. That the you know the top top end long range boats, um, you know those almost all those guys grew up together you know working working as deckhands etc. on on the boats under the under the the what we would call the past masters, and uh, and and they communicate pretty well. Um, the great unwashed masses um, now have the internet to help them, although sometimes there's misinformation on the internet. Imagine that. That could never happen. No, everything on the internet's true. And there are there are also paid services now uh, that are actually pretty good. You just have to pay for them. And uh, you know, some of the name captains will uh, will will uh, you know cough up their best information uh, if you subscribe to their their online services. And those are you know, I like to say those are those are pretty darn reliable because these guys are. Are you know are are playing on their on their very very hard earned names, and um, but still uh, it, it's also going to be interesting this year, given the new prices of fuel. So just wandering around and looking for fish is uh, going to be way less on the menu than in in the last couple of years. Yeah, and communication will probably be a little bit better amongst the boats too, just to so everybody can save some money and. Fuel costs. For I, sure. I'm I'm certain I'm certain that's true. Yeah, so it's, good, it's going to be very very interesting, and um and just about all the longer trips we haven't heard anything formal, but but there's a thing that that they had oh you know the last couple of gas crises when whichever years those were in the past where they they had a thing called a fuel surcharge, and uh, you know when you when you actually arrive. Then they tell you, you know, the 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 fuel price has gone up X from the time that that you booked your trip, and so <laughs> here's a new amount of money that you have to spend, and you know, but the boats have to do it to survive. Absolutely. Um, you know, as much as things have gone up, and as far out as some of these trips have been booked, uh, the the fuel price change has been pretty substantial. I can only imagine. I I said it a couple of times. Marilyn and I saw diesel at six ninety this morning coming into Sacramento. That's getting there. Up, you go. That's getting up there. Thanks, Joe. Um, comments from Western Outdoor News readers on the cancellation of the Fred Hall show. I just got to share a couple of these with you. That's insane. Oh, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen that, so yeah, I want to hear it. That's insane. They waited until this closed and then and then blamed it on face masks. Got to be more to this. Let's all storm the gates and just show up, vendors included. We can all do it without them. We're not going to take it. They're using COVID as their excuse for not having enough vendors. Support your local tackle shop. Well, this sucks. I always look forward to the show. It is what it is. Fishermen's lives matter. Need to get the rights to the show to someone who cares about its legacy. Any vendors offering show discounts? I'm looking for a new reel. Some guys well, just I'm, don't... I, I, I'm, I'm going to refrain from commenting on... Anything to do with why the show did or did not come off and why it did or did not cancel on the date that it did. But I will say 
I love that sentiment, support, you know, your local dealer. And, you know, of course, we're talking about Southern California, not necessarily the majority of your listeners, but uh, a, a large number of independent tackle stores did run some some version of a sale called Not the Fred Hall Show. And uh, I actually worked at a couple of them, and they were very successful. So you can tell that people people want to get out and buy the, buy tackle. And I can tell you this. Mr. Supply Chain has not been nice this year. He's continuing not to be nice. So if you want tackle, whether you're going up in the mountains for trout or you're going to are you going to hang out with Kent Brown and try to catch one of those funny green bass or especially if you want to go after anything big like bluefin tuna or sturgeon or anything like that get you see the tackle you want Get, get it. it now. Yes, do not get it waste now time. because if you if you have a trip booked in August and you, and you think you're going to buy your stuff a week before the trip leaves, yeah, your chances are not that good. Well, there's some great advice from one of the top saltwater guys in America, folks. Book your trips if you want to get out. No get question tackle. about it. Put up get some pegboard in the garage. Get your tackle. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't even think twice. Hey, Tune, I, I can make a phone call if uh, you wouldn't mind picking up a towel and uh, and a bottle of polish, maybe wipe down those boats before the show opens. Uh, you know, don't give anybody any ideas. <laughs> I, I I go in there and I say, yeah, I'm, I'm to, I say to the, the whoever the booth runner is, I'm at your disposal. I'll do anything you want. There's a photo floating around. I should I should send it to Sep of me vacuuming the booth. So it's just yeah yeah. Don't give anybody any ideas because they will do that. Hmm. One phone call, Sep's all I got to make. There you have it. <laughs> Thanks, Tuna. We appreciate you being there. Have a great time in Rancho Cucamonga. Thanks, Sep. All See right, buddy. take care. He's gonna have some fun. Hey, you know our next. Do we have no, a close he's not. on it's that? It's gonna be busy. <laughs> oh, we don't have a close. Well. It, this guy's going to be busy. He's, he's the, already, no, he's, he's already he's, half his work's he's already had, done. He's already had breakfast by now, hasn't boat he? Boat three, boat four, rest of you go I ahead think and go. The, I think the blast off was at seven o'clock. Yeah. Randy Pringle, the owner of Best Bass Tournaments, is joining us right now. He just happens to be over at the Wine Delta event. Yeah, he's already at, he's already sent the bacon back because he's not at Pleasure enough. Cove Marina at Lake Berryessa for the big event. But we're also going to talk to him about bass in one hundred and one. Good morning, Randy. Hey, I want the bacon extra crispy. Make sure it's extra crispy. <laughs> That's the only way to have bacon. Tournament director's morning, all they do is breakfast and a nap. And those hash browns better crunch when they go absolutely. out. Absolutely. What are you doing, buddy? How many boats? Absolutely. How many... If anybody eats those hash browns and you can see the oil dripping, they didn't cook them long enough. Uh, how many How many boats you got over there, buddy? 80 plus. So we're just doing the math right now. The bite's been tough. A lot of guys, you know, when you're when you're doing like BBT and some of the other amateur circuits, a lot of these guys say, I want to catch fish. And, right. you know, when uh, we had like six boats just not show up because they went and pre-fished, didn't catch fish, and they just said, nope, we'll put money towards another tournament. I can't catch a fish on this lake, so we're not going to fish around. Well, well no, I, I Ken understand Brown's that. the same way. A lot going on this week, too, Randy. Obviously, there's, you know, I mean, we're, we're all talking about the gas prices going on with bass fishing, but... Uh, you know, between a lot of our tournament organizations, you guys do such a great job with the BBT, but you know, shoot, there's, uh, there's about 400 plus boats, uh, on the water at various lakes, uh, today. So that's, uh, that's still pretty cool. 
Yeah, we uh, we had our uh, Central Valley up there at Lake McClure, and I know that, and I know there's another one at Clear Lake, and there's one at Orville, yeah. and so they're, they're scattered around, and, and there's no doubt about it. We had an actual Tesla car come in today with their uh, uh, their bass boat on the back of it, and we were all just looking at it going, holy smokes. A Tesla. And the guy goes, yeah, I had to stop in Vacaville to charge it, <laughs> and I charge it this morning. When I leave, I'll go back to Vacaville, charge it so I can get home. I really don't care what I really don't care how long it takes him to charge his car. I just want to know if he's got a new boat and if he's not, if he doesn't, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> you know what he says he's buying another boat. So yeah. uh, it, it, when you start seeing that, it's just amazing. The gas prices, you know, I just heard you say it was uh, six ninety. I paid six forty nine at Flying J's over there and uh, ripping, and yeah. uh, and it, that's it, discount. It's not yeah. going to be good. No, it's it's going to definitely make a difference, but uh, hopefully you guys are still going to going to do well. But you know what, Randy, we we talked about Sep and I talked about this in the last hour. We're already we've already gone electric with our fishing. You just have to keep the damn electric motor in the water a little more often. I think uh, that's one of the things. Just drop the trolling motor and start thinking about that. And, and yes, will it cost you more if you drive around your boat? Yeah, but I think if you launch in the right area, and here we go with. Uh, what what we talk about, and Seth said, hey, can you kind of dial in these guys? They got their rods ready. They've got their 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 check their line. They've done all that. I think we move right into that 101, 102 framework of, of, of learning. And one of the things that I really tell people is you can pre-fish right at home. There's applications that you can check water temperature on the California Delta, and I have that app. And if you want to text me or email me, I'll send you the link to that. And all you do is it'll tell you what the temperature of the water is, and that'll help you decide where you want to launch that boat. Technology has gotten so good that you can actually go in your boat, bring up the tides. It'll tell you which way you want to fish the tide. Do you want a high tide in the afternoon when that water's warm? Because we know our afternoons are warmer. So you want the rocks to get cool, and then as that water starts to come up, and that heat starts to come in on those rocks, then you're going to want to fish that afternoon high tide. Yeah. So you want to launch in an area where you can fish that high tide in that outer part of the day and utilize that to your advantage and that disadvantage. Don't park on one side of the, the, the delta and have to go to the other place. And if you're going to go fish a lake, it's really simple. What I tell people when they go to a lake, get your map out and write down northeast, South and west. <laughs> Figure out what gets the sun right first the and most. Don't ride it on the exactly. floor of the boat. <laughs> put an and X then on when the water. you put that northeast, south, and west on your map, my good man, the key is we know where our sun comes up. It comes up in the east, goes down the west. How do we know that? John Wayne told us that. <laughs> That's right. And, and when you John know, Wayne it's, told it's us simple. that, it's got to be true, right? It's so simple, Randy. We forget that when we put our boats in the water and lose our minds for a few hours. And, and it, yeah, so exactly. And then people go, hey, Randy, when you go to a new lake or go to a lake, what do you look for this time of year? I look for a, a north but a south-facing bank. And they go, what did you mean by that? Go to the north side where the where – because the, we have a southern hemisphere sun where that means it comes from the east, but it's not straight up above. That's the equator. We're in the southern hemisphere. So that means you want the left bank, which would be the north-facing bank where the sun's going to beat on it. You fish that, it'll be the warmest. That's where the first spawn will occur on all their lakes. That's where you'll see the roaming fish more often, and that's the most important bank, and if you can fish that. The other thing on the California Delta, find a slough that is facing east to west. 
Why? Because it'll have the warmest available water because the sun will be at its longest point. Also, that bank there won't have as much water flow. Is that why they always catch them in Victoria Canal this time of year, Randy? 1000%. You got Victoria Canal. You got, (laughs) you've got middle, you got, you got, you got the slough that's right down below that. Woodard, you got Woodard, Grant Line, you got all. Grant Line. And then you've got the other way, you go down the other way, you've got Sycamore, Hog, Beaver. Oh yeah, those all go that way too, don't they? And ironically, they're really great spring fisheries. Oh, Whiskey Slough kind of runs that way too, doesn't it? Oh, it does, don't it? Any more of Bobby's spots we can give away? Yeah, I'm just sitting here going, somebody's Jeep, somebody's. Oh, Telephone Cut runs that way, Randy. Waypoints are being thrown all over the place right now. The key I, is, you, yeah, you might not be able to spend as much money running around searching, but if you drop the trolling motor, like Kent just said, drop that trolling motor on and launch. If you're going to want east-west sloughs, oh, Pringles said east-west sloughs, I kind of understand that. It's going to be warmer. Don't front, don't fish in the front by the McCullamy. Get about 90% back where that current, when it goes out, it doesn't go all the way to the end and flow out. Get to about middle somewhere where it flows halfway and comes back. That water will never change, and it'll ne- it'll start to grow that heat and that more that that warmth. It will never return itself to the main canal of the McCullamy, just like Old River, just like all the the Middle yep. River. All them different sloughs. You don't want the water to flush. You want it to stay in the middle, move right to left. And you'll be just fine with that warm water. Somehow I think Randy's going to have a lot of guys fishing near him next he time. He is. He and, and, and make sure, you know, you're running a Lorant set. You, you have to make sure you have an updated mapping card. You have to make sure you're seeing the tides. It's all right there at your fingertips as long as you have everything in that. And in that quickly remind them about their clock and next weekend. Well, yeah. Or tomorrow. You, well, tomorrow. You know, and Randy, we know this because they've changed the dates we spring forward and fall back. And, uh, and we have to make sure that that clock on your depth finder is actually accurate if, you know, you have to be at a weigh-in on time. So got to make sure that, that uh, we get that all the time. Yeah, Next I know. week will be one of the things that guys, you'll see them talking about that on the Internet. Oh, yeah. oh, I got screwed because I didn't do. Yeah. No, no excuses. It's your responsibility. Folks, Randy Pringle not only owns BBT, he also owns the Fishing Instructor Guide Service. If you want to go out and learn from one of the best, and you just heard some fabulous tips on exactly how to improve your angling opportunities, go with Randy. Get on board with him. Randy, give him the hookup info so they can do exactly that. Hey, they can give me a call. Here we go, 209-543-6260, or you can go on my website and email me through thefishinginstructor.com. That's thefishinginstructor.com. Hey, we can get on those fish. And it's really, it's real simple, everybody. Do some homework while you're sitting at the house. Go out to your boat, turn on your Lorance, get all your information right up the Lorance, and start thinking about that day. And remember, three days similar weather will put you in a better pattern than weather that's a roller coaster. Stabilizing barometric pressure is the answer, whether it's high or whether it's low, as long as it's stable. Ah, put your ring gear on next week. It's going to be good. Have a great one, Randy, yeah, and thanks for sharing. guys. Hey, do your dances and all that good stuff, especially <laughs> you, Ken. I want to see you start dancing. Okay, buddy. You got thanks, it. thanks for sharing with our listeners. We appreciate the insight, my friend. You got it, guys. You guys have a great day. Thank you what you do. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor. Hey, it's about time for Get a Clue. Where's Marilyn? Get a clue. 
Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Wild turkey season begins real soon, on March 26th, actually. Hunters must use non-lead ammo only on public and private lands except clubs, on national forests, and on CDWF lands. This includes private landowners, too. Be aware of the regulations, all based on scientific research, of course. Turkey loads are expensive, averaging around $5 a shell. Hopefully you've patterned your gun and can ensure each shot counts. If you think there are too many turkeys around now, evaluate the cost versus the turkey. Will hunters continue to hunt these birds and participate in this fun sport? Hmm, makes you wonder. Hey, get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter, and he freely shares tips, tricks, and top locations for action. Learn about curing roe from the pros and how to properly rig for success. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, Pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard, west of Watt. 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. 
Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. You mean I have to push the button to talk to Travis Morgan? I guess so. Good morning, Travis. How the heck are you? Good morning, gentlemen. I'm doing okay. Hey, there's a lot going on right now, and you got to be getting ready for a lot of different things, including turkey season opening up on March 26th. 26th? What are you talking about turkey season open year-round? Yeah, it should be in Vacaville where we all live around there. That's for sure. They are everywhere. I've got three decoys in the backyard right now. They're getting beat up every now and then, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, turkey season coming up in the 26th here. We're setting up our, got all our decoys out, got all our calls out. I even got a shotgun on sale. Uh, what else? Uh, you gotta have, you want to learn how to use some calls. I got a couple guys that know how to use them. And if you're a beginner, it's always best to start off with a box call because that's the easiest one to use. Absolutely. And then move up from there. You move into the mouth call and it gets a little tougher, but a lot of guys can use it very well. Well, there's another call that I used to use all the time till I wore it out. It's that rubber thing you shake, and it sounds like a gobble-gobble. And I yep. tell you, that was a very effective uh, tractor. Yeah, it was. It's a good, it's a good locator, too, because they'll, they'll answer back to it a lot of times, no matter what time of year it is. Well, one of the most important things about turkey hunting is preparation, is having everything that you need. And one of the things you need is knowledge. Where are they going to be? Where are they roosting? Where do they go when they first come down in the morning? Where do they feed? That's probably the most important thing to cut down on your running around or looking around out in the field, isn't it? Knowing yeah, where for they sure. Just like deer hunting or any other season, you get out and scout where you're going to hunt, see if you can see their roost, see if you can see the turkeys out wandering around during the day, and kind of follow them and see what's going on. But just do a little scouting before the season gets here, and that should tell you all the information you need to know. You know, if they're not at the original spot, hey, they may be just half a mile down the road. And, you know, and I don't think people really understand how much difference there is in rounds also. When you're, we were shooting four, five, six lead in the old days for these things. That was one story. But patterning is different out of every round, isn't it? Yes, it is. A different round, uh, excuse me, every round pattern is different. Every gun pattern is different. Every time, every uh, lake, uh, can't think this morning. The, uh, yeah, every round pattern is different. You, you use each fours, fives, sixes, or even now the new mixed blends, which give you a little more dense, dense powder, uh, pattern because they're running a mix of, uh, fours, fives, and sevens in the load. Yeah, now these rounds are certainly adequate for taking down a bird. There's no question about it. The bottom line to the whole thing is, 
where your spread is hitting. And that's why it's so important to put up a piece of paper, put up a piece of cardboard, step back about shooting distance, and make sure where you're patterning. If you're finding your light patterning on the top and heavy pattern on the bottom, you might want to shoot a little bit higher than you normally do. But those rounds, you need to find the round that works best for you. And I know people don't do that. I know you do it. I know your dad does it. And I know that I do it, but it's important to know how that particular round shoots. Unless you're so close, it doesn't make a damn difference. Right, that's for sure. You know, I do it every year before I go out. I'll take a couple rounds, and we sell turkey targets at the store, so it, it looks fun. And uh, looks like I'm actually shooting a turkey. I go out and pattern in on him, so I can see where I'm hitting on the turkey, and go through that way. And then, like you said, sometimes I get ones that shoot way low, so I'm shooting. What I would think is real high, but it's not. It's where the pattern's going. Absolutely. I made the same mistake on my first bird I ever shot. I just did a neck shot, figuring I got this covered. Missed his head completely, not a pellet in the head, a couple of them low. Took him out and low down on the neck took him out. I learned my lesson on that one when it took three shots to get my first turkey down. Yeah. That that was a lot of lead to pick out of meat, let me tell you. Yeah, it was, and it's not good eating either. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I've got a thing about cooking turkeys. You put the breast on a piece of cardboard, you let it cook, you cover it up with butter and all kinds of great seasoning and everything. You take it out, you eat the cardboard. Yep. It's it's different. It makes it makes some great jerky. There's no question about it. It isn't a butter ball. Don't expect it to be. That's for certain. You know, well, most wild turkeys are almost all dark meat and tough. Yeah, and that's just the way it is. They certainly are edible. You know, one of the things that I want to thank a good friend for. Ed McGalley wrote a book in 2019, Ten Steps to Become a Successful Turkey Hunter. And I gotta tell you, this book is all inclusive. It's got everything you need. This man has hunted turkey all his life, including doing the Grand Slam and everything else. If you'd like to get a copy of it, you can go to edmagali at comcast.net. That's emagali at comcast.net. It's all about turkey hunting and it's called the 10 steps to becoming a successful turkey hunter. Extremely informative, and I can tell you right off the top, don't make a lot of noise once you get to the blind to the place you're going to sit and wait for them to show up. Don't wear white socks or bright colors, for God's sakes, and sit still and don't talk. Chances are they're sitting in the tree right above your head. That's for sure. You know, you better make sure you blend in good because Turkey does have very good eyesight and can see you before you see him. Oh, yeah. We walked in one time, got all set up, three of us behind a big tree. Boy, we got this wired. And I got so tired of sitting there looking out on the field, I just kind of laid back and saw 30 turkeys straight up in the tree. We're under the wrong tree. <laughs> they haven't got any place to go. I drive a wrap truck. I got to kick him out of my driveway to back out. How hard can they be to hunt, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. You well, that's your... what I use. I use a Dodge 3500 to hunt turkeys. Yeah, it's much easier. I've seen several shot by Dodges on the freeway lately. <laughs> yeah, They're, a lot of them. The birds are really out and moving around right now. No question about that. Well, yeah, Travis, yeah, you, there are 30 of them in the yard this morning. Yeah, they, they'll come running up to you, and they'll leave a big little message that you'll slide through if you step on it. Yep, they stay in the backyard, thank well, God. Travis, <laughs> it's not all about turkey hunting right now. We've also got the big opener for uh, rockfish coming right around the corner, too, and I know you're in shape for that. Yes, it is. We just got a new shipment of Phoenix rods came in yesterday. And we got all kinds of jigs in for it, and new reels are all there. We're all stocked for rock cod and ready to go. You got turkey rounds for shotguns in 12 and 20? Yes, sir, I do. And this will surprise you. I just got eight 
thousand boxes of nine millimeter in yesterday. Oh my goodness! I'll be stopping by again. Yep, and we've lowered the price on these down to nineteen ninety nine. That's pretty good. That's about a five or six dollar drop. Yeah, it is. They're starting to come back down again. Well, that's exactly what we need. We need that to come down, and we need gas to come down. But I think gas is going to be close to ten before it turns around and comes back the other way. Uh, I got a feeling you're right on that one. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Travis, yeah. thank you so much for sharing with our listeners. It's going to be a great turkey season for those that enjoy it. And remember, it's only three birds per season, one per day, and it's got to have a beard right now. Not like the fall season. That's correct. Travis. All right, you guys have a great day, and come and see me at the store. You got it, partner. Take care, and thanks much. You know, J.D. Ritchie, I talked to him yesterday. He was going to do a live one, and we're going to do the outro before we do that. Thanks, Seth. Boy, what a good quick Guns, thinker fishing I fishing and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at GunsFishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Now I can talk about J. Oh, I'm getting the thumb. Okay, that was a thumb. Yes, it was. J.D. Ritchie called me this morning. He was planning on hitting the water at Pyramid Lake at around 8 or 9 this morning. His clients showed up early. They hit it at 7. He did a pre-recorded for us before he left. Wide, well, I'm not going to say wide open, big mouths, good fishing, and 20 Three to 27-pound cutthroat have been caught up there lately. Listen to this world-class cutthroat trout, Pyramid Lake. Hey, everybody. J.D. here. Happy Saturday to you. Just getting ready to head out onto Pyramid Lake. But uh, I'm going to be fishing where I don't have any cell service, so I thought I'd just give you a quick report before I go. Uh, it's been I'm, ha- I'm happy to report it's been a much better week than last week. Last week was weird over here. Uh, we had snow. We had 70 degrees. Then we had cold again, and if anybody checked out my Instagram or Facebook pages, you saw that I had pictures of ice hitting the, uh, anytime we'd hit spray, it would freeze on the windshield, and my Minn Kota up front on the bow was just coated in ice. It was it was cold, and then again, it was 70 degrees, and then it was cold again. <laughs> it's just been kind of a crazy week, and the fishing uh, was sort of what you'd expect with a barometer going up and down like that. It was it was off. It, everybody was kind of going, hey, what's, what's going on here? The guys on the shore fishing near uh, the boat ramp and the nets, they were getting some nice fish. The fly guys fishing with uh, bobbers and indicators, or <laughs> bobbers and indicators, indicators and midges and balance leeches. They were catching some nice fish that were just kind of cruising the shore. But for the trollers, the, the bite was generally kind of off. And um, I, like I said, it was one of the tougher weeks I've had over here. Now, uh, it's <laughs> this week's been a total 180 degrees. Been catching lots of fish. Last several days, it's been you know probably 20 to 30 fish a day for me trolling. And uh, we've been we've been dragging an assortment of stuff: Lyman lures, J plugs, uh, Rapalas, Rapalas, however you say that. I still don't know. <laughs> Uh, quick fish, maglips, flatfish, whole bunch of stuff. And, uh, we haven't had any real big fish. The biggest one the last couple of days was about 10 pounds. And it's funny that that's, doesn't even seem like a big fish over here, but that's just the case. But, uh, like yesterday, we, we didn't catch anything over about six pounds, but we caught probably, I don't know, 20 plus, maybe even 30. I don't know. I lost count, but, uh, fish that were in the, 
that four to yeah, six pound range, I guess, and uh, maybe a little bit bigger. So it's pretty solid fishing. Um, like I said, trolling mostly. There's been a few guys jigging, I've noticed. I haven't done any of that lately. Uh, I just haven't seen the big concentrations of, of fish on bait balls lately, but uh, sounds like you could get a few on the jig, but mainly trolling right now. The weather looks like it's going to get funky again here, according to the uh, Weather Channel app, so we'll, we'll see how that goes, but uh, I think today's supposed to be nice, so hopefully we'll get out there and uh, catch a bunch of fish and, and maybe hang a hog, so... That's the uh, that's the update right now. If you want to get a hold of me, you can reach out on the web at thesportfisher.com or get uh, get me on the phone, 530-307-9817. And, of course, on all your social media platforms at Fish with JD. You guys have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, and JD, by the way, that's Rapala, like it's spelled with a W before the first R, Rapala. That's the proper pronunciation. I called it Rapala for years myself, but I figured it out when I talked to the company. Hey, speaking of talking to the company, this man has been talking to some folks, and he has lined up a little deal for himself. Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing is getting rid of his boat, and he's replacing it with, I'll let him tell you all about it. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. From Hooked Up Sport Fishing, Captain Steve Mitchell joins us right now. Tell them all about the big new boat sitting in the harbor getting ready to take you out starting April 2nd. Oh, yeah. Well, we ended up getting uh, a bigger boat, which it was much needed, you know. Uh, bought a 12-pack and everything, and uh, actually is certified to carry 20. But we're going to only run it as a 12-pack with this uh, pandemic stuff going on. So we're just going to call it a limited low boat and uh, give people some elbow room where they can space out and be able to, you know, really enjoy themselves without somebody breathing down their neck or that guy who can't seem to get his act together out there fishing and tangling up everybody. We want to make you get out there and be in a tangle-free boat. And uh, where you feel like you got some elbow room, some breathing room, and be able to get the job done. But, yeah, well, a boat that will yeah. handle 20 and you're only going to put 12 on it, there's lots of room in a boat like that. Tell What's the size of the boat? So it's a 37-foot Delta. Uh, uh, basically, it's all the same amenities as a 43. It's just a few feet off or whatever. And uh, the way they built the house on it, it's a little bit different whereas they put a flybridge on this one. And I think they only made, like, three of them like this one, you know. Well, so I a... was fortunate, you know, to get that, and I'm happy about it because, you know, sitting on a flybridge operating, you see everything, you know. So, oh, yeah, no question about that. You'll be standing there pointing at every one of the rods that are getting a little touch, I'm sure. You know, a big boat like that is a big responsibility, a lot of upkeep, no question about it, probably a good-sized payment that comes right along with it. But what it's done is it's taken you from a little six-pack that can run all over to a full-blown sport fishing boat where you can offer even better trips in more space with everything that people like because they do like room on board, don't they? Oh, absolutely, and that was the whole point of it, you know. Well, you know, to get more people on, of course, to expand in the business and not be, you know, 
complacent. You know, that's not my idea of it. I'm trying to grow in the business, of course. But at the same time, you know, I mean, a six-pack is is fine and all that. But, I mean, I notice people really enjoy comfort. Comfort means a lot when you're out here on this water fishing. And nobody just wants to be all stacked up on top of each other. And then I figured, like, if you got a good captain, like I, I feel like I am, you know, and somebody that can put you on some fish and everything and really get you going, and then you got that room to where you can, you know, spread out and everything, I think that just makes it that much better. And I think the word will go around more so. And then there's so many groups that call in all the time, calling us six-pack guys, you know, looking for a boat that they could put on anywhere from 8 to 12 or sometimes 14 guys. Corporate so, trips, yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, in the past, uh, I was always looking out for my good friends, you know, Chris Smith, James Smith, and Jonathan, and some of the other guys down there, uh, Quan Vo, sending all those bigger trips to those guys. But now I don't have to do that anymore, being that, you know, I got a vessel that can, you know, take everybody out, hold them there, let them have a good time. And at the end of the day, the word will spread, I'm hoping. His first trip is coming out April 2nd, folks. If you'd like to get on board with him, you better make some plans right away. Steve, what's it like for the sturgeon action out there? I know you're out today chasing them again. Yeah, we're out here. It's been good. It's still been good action. Uh, March is always really good. You know, the sturgeon, around this time, the water warms up a little bit, so they get really active. And uh, here lately, man, everybody's just been putting on the show for one another. Like, you know, uh, one day it may be me, tomorrow it may be Lopes, uh, somebody else, or Gamez or somebody, you know. But at the same time, we're all having a good time putting our guys on fish. The bite has been incredible, as we always tell you guys, come February, March, it's game on. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, you know, one of those little wild runs, Seth. Well, I'm glad it's a great bite that's going on out there, and I'm really impressed with your new boat you're getting there. What are you going to call it? Is it going to just say Hooked Up Sport Fishing, or you got a name for it? No, the name that's on it is the Malia Kai. So I'm going to leave it with that same name. That name in Hawaiian means calm seas. And <laughs> I want to be home calm. Yeah, this, and it's written on the back of the boat. So while those people that are puking their guts out, hanging over the back of the boat can read that. <laughs> calm seas. Uh huh. Right. Captain Steve Mitchell, right. doing it right. Give him the hookup real quick, Steve. All right, guys. Yeah, I can definitely be reached at, uh, uh, 707-655-6736, or you can look at, look me up on either Facebook or Instagram. Facebook is, uh, Hooked Up Sport Fishing SF Charters. Instagram, it will be normally Hooked Up Sport Fishing. So either way, guys, look me up. Give me a call. Let's do it. Steve. Enjoy your new boat. I'm sure your clients will. Take care of your clients today, and thanks for sharing with us on California Sportsman. Hey, thank you, too, Seth. I appreciate you very much. You guys have a good one. Take care, partner. Hey, we're going to go real quick to Justin Leonard. He's trolling the San Joaquin area, the San Joaquin Arm for Stripers this morning. Let's get a quick update from him. Hey, Justin, what's happening? Oh, it's pretty awful. (laughs) (laughs) How awful is it? Oh, we're sitting on one shaker. And uh, we're waiting for the tide to change. It's I was going to say, with- you just missed the right tide. Now you got to wait for the next tide. So, yeah, it's so, it's all. No, in- that was 
it's all in moving water, folks. And there's an honest captain saying, it sucks right now, but it'll pick up with the tide. You can bet on it. Justin, thanks for checking back in with us. We appreciate it, guy. Absolutely. All right, you take care. Mr. Brown? Well, at least they tell you when it sucks, it sucks. Yeah, well, that's exactly <laughs> what we want, the truth from these guys. Nothing more, nothing less. Just tell it like it is so they can get out there and have no, some fun. exactly. Going to have uh, maybe some clouds coming in tomorrow, a little cloud cover tomorrow, a little rain Monday, Tuesday. That's a good thing. And don't forget to change the clocks here. Pretty forward. Yes, forward. Forward one hour. It means it's going to be darker in the morning. Yeah, so when you leave the bar tonight, you just you roll her forward. <laughs> 2 a.m. Ain't, ain't going to happen around here. Yeah, when's the last time you saw 2 a.m.? Have you been fishing lately? No, Seth. I've been on airplanes. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm going to get a hold of Mark, find out if my 30 to 60 days has gone by. I, it's time for Berryessa. There's no doubt about it. My boat's coming in at the Gone Fishing Marine, that big new Lund Pro Fisherman. I can't wait to get my rear end sitting in that driver's seat well, of that thing. call Mark. He'll get you all hooked up. I'm not going to bug him. I know he's busy right now. But I'd like to thank all of you for putting up with us this morning and sharing this morning's outdoor information with us. I'd like to thank Kent Brown, Jay Marshall, Marilyn in the control room, and all of you for listening. Till next week, this is Seth. Tidelines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.